They'll do all kinds of things to make you feel all kinds of good. Anele and the club on 947. A very good morning if you're just joining us. And I just want to tell you guys that I was offended. Offended by whom and where? A few of our listeners. When we came back from the cruise, remember we were like on the Norwegian Prima there. Yes. When we came back from the cruise, a few of our trusted listeners. Our friends. Offended me by saying, oh, we're just happy Anela didn't come back injured because she always travels and comes back injured or almost kills herself overseas, almost burns in a building in London, almost drowns in a, this, in a raft in Costa Rica. To be fair, this happens every time you go away. Also, I, I don't think it was the listeners. I think it was us. <laughs> no! In a team meeting. Yeah. I see my haters have arrived. So then I went to Brazil over this weekend. Ah, uh, here we go. What did I come back with? Well, you look okay, so you you survived. No, but I'm limping. Even the cabin crew staff at SAA when I bought it, they were like, what did Brazil do to you? I said, oh, shut up. What did I do to Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. I wore the wrong shoes. Oh. To, to the Formula One. To the Formula One. And there's a lot of walking. We walked 7Ks. Rookie era. We walked 7Ks. This is after the Uber dropped us off at the actual racetrack. At the gate. But be, from language barrier... To walking around Because obviously I couldn't tell the Uber driver That these are my tickets Which gate must you drop us at So I think he dropped us at B And we had to be at R Okay That's, so a, that's a, a lot B, of letters C, D, E, F, G H, I, J, K Exactly So now we had to walk around Walk around And then on top of that I had grandstand tickets And then I also had pit lane tickets Right But clearly it's a class system thing In Brazil where if you are grandstands, there is no ways that you can get to the pit lane, which is pretty much VIP, if you don't leave the stadium and walk around again. Oh, so this, you can't, there's no access internally to yes. one. You have to go out so and then go around. when you're walking in for the first time, you decide, are you poor or are you rich? <laughs> oh, I do love real life segregation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now, now, here all of these hurdles that I had placed in front of myself because I didn't do the research prior to going to Interlagos. And can I just say that that this is not your first F1. No. So by now you should have actually known better. By now I should know. Dude, I walked and walked and walked and walked. These pumps, the first mistake, and I don't know why I didn't just wear my tackies. Because mm. as my tackies are trusted, those are the ones I was mm. wearing every day in mm. Europe, walking. When you travel, you wear sneakers. It Dude, doesn't matter what you got on the top. Why. I wore these, but they were comfortable. Mm. Mm. You wanted to look fancy for mm. Lewis in the pit line. Just be honest. It. Just be honest. No, but I was wearing a floor-length dress. You wouldn't have seen my shoes anyway. So did you sprain your ankle? No. What oh. happened is the... Oh. the, the, the What's does worse? this look like a sprain? What's going on there, Cindy? I don't know. What is going on on the back of your heel? She's got more tape than a broken TV Did remote. Did you tear your Achilles? <laughs> wow. <laughs> the DSTV ones that yes, you used no, to just When you wrapped your DSTV remote in tape. <laughs> more tape than a broken remote. remote. You're actually right. My, the back of my right heel does look like a... What happened is the pump started chafing at my skin. Guys, my skin tore. You know like when you take your skin and you tear it oh. off and it just... Yeah. And there's a little liquid inside. Yeah, I don't have any skin left in the back of my right heel. So you went from zero to blisters to no blisters to no skin. There was a point when I just took the pumps off. I was walking around at yeah. the F1 barefoot, guys. Yeah, sorry, Africa. I did it. I was a stereotypical African girl at the F1 with no shoes on. A little sangoma roaming about. Because I was, it, it was just easier to deal with hot tar, gravel, oh. 
you know, <laughs> I would put up with a hot tub. Must be when you've it, got a blister. It was so. It's still so sore. And then we get on a plane. Because and then because then obviously now mm. I, I taped it up and I put the plasters on the cotton wool so that I can at least make it through. Did you not go to the medics? Is- no, oh, uh, sounds not, painful. No, I had to do this all myself. You're not going to go to a paramedic. Hi, I have a blister. No, I, well, I mean that's not a that's a serious injury. That's a spring bo- The Springboks have a team <laughs> to fix that kind of stuff. <laughs> First, I'd have to find the translation for it in, in Portuguese. <laughs> Let's just start there. So it, it is. It is still painful right oh. now. It's sore to shower. It's sore to mm. walk. It's just so. I'm wearing flops. I'm going to be wearing flops for the foreseeable future because there's no way I can wear any shoe that Crocs. is going to. Yes. Crocs. Crocs. Crocs is a good shoe for this kind of stuff. Not in sport mode. You've got it. I've got a pair. You can borrow them. <laughs> I've got two pairs, and they're fluffy on the inside. Oh one one eighty eight thirty eight nine four seven. I'm opening a WhatsApp group. This is called the. Injured whilst overseas, injured while tra- injured whilst traveling. Yes, WhatsApp group. Yes. Are you part of the WhatsApp group? And and these injuries could start from like a blister to I broke my arm in Bali. <laughs> I was on the swing. We're like, don't worry, Jared. We know what happened. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? What injuries did you ensure when you were traveling? And you know what it, what it is when you're traveling, you get a, pick up an injury. You were lucky because you were only there for like a day. Yeah, right. Yeah. But this will always happen to you. You'll pick up that injury on the first day yeah. of a ten day trip, and then you got to suffer through the next ten days. It'll always happen. I'm looking for the stories where my husband broke his knee on the first day of our honeymoon. Yeah. Zero eight four double zero double zero nine four seven. Uh call us O one one eighty eight thirty eight nine four seven is hashtag Anele and the club on nine four seven on Twitter. Back to making your morning. Anele and the club. I love this show. On nine four seven. Oh, I wore the wrong shoes to a sporting event that requires you to walk seven Ks to go to your chair. These pumps tore the back of my heel. Have no skin there. I have. Oh. It is so sore. It is. It's like it's and sore you can't right escape now. It, it's... And and then obviously your foot swells a bit when you fly, right? Mm. Yeah. So then the the injury has like swelled a bit. So then mm. when I when I landed at Ortambo yesterday, even the customs guys, you know, usually they they always like want to check my bags. They were like, ah, shame, eh? Did you leave a blood trail <laughs> through the, through the no, airport? No, I didn't. But I was wait, I was walking very slowly. And you know how Uber will say, oh, no, we can only pick you up at uh, yeah, yeah. 2. I told the guy on the phone, Baba, me, I'm injured. You will pick me up at, at Pillar 13. I'll <laughs> see you there right now. So my question to you this morning is, have you ever injured yourself whilst traveling? Yeah. What happened? How long were you there? And this is when you just like travel insurance. Mm. I mean, insurance is one thing. It'll just pay for the doctor, but you still have to walk around with the injury. Imagine you like, you book like a walking holiday. We're going to walk through the Tuscan sky Mm. in Italy. Ah, ankle sprain. So I was recently in Madrid and then in Paris and we did tons and tons and tons of walking with the wrong shoes. So I came back home with um, Achilles tendonitis and shin splints. I was traveling once in LA and I had a blister on my bum and it turned into a boil. Now it looks like a gunshot. I know of a lady that broke her foot like I think it was a week or two before her wedding. So needless to say she had to wear moon boots and everything and walk down the aisle with that with it like sticking onto a wedding dress funny you said broke your arm in bali i dislocated my shoulder in bali <laughs> i think it was on the second or third day we were there <laughs> yeah because you guys think those things are so romantic mm. you know what else it causes injury skiing 
anyone that'll tell you about a skiing holiday. Yeah, somebody's going to be a, a casualty. Yeah. Mm, knees. There's no way to go but, skiing without getting injured. Like it's all romantic from the outside. Yeah, it's yeah? beautiful, huh? The snow oh, falling oh, it's there. It's so pretty. It's like the Winter Olympics, only <laughs> they are supreme athletes. <laughs> Nadia, good morning. Nadia. Hi, how are you? We're good. How are you, darling? Good thing. So, you're in Lisbon? I was. I'm now home. Okay. And uh, I had quite an exciting trip. What was exciting about your trip besides the food? Well, um, I was actually I, going up the escalator at the metro and got my shoelace stuck in the escalator oh. and uh, fell and sprained my leg with the hairline fracture and some torn ligaments and uh, I had to hop away my rest of the trip through Lisbon. No. And that's a steep city to be hopping yes. your way through. <gasps> yeah, it's all uphill and downhill. Uh, Cobbled streets. So when your shoelace got stuck in the escalator, did you not see it? Actually, you know when the people come off the train, it's insane. Everybody's rushing to catch the next train. Oh. And uh, their escalators are quite steep uh, compared to ours. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in between, somebody pushed me to the side and my shoelace got stuck in the end. And as I was stepping off, uh, I felt twisted my entire ankle oh. and uh, luckily I had some friends to support me back to the hotel but uh, for the rest of the trip it was so bad that I couldn't actually wear any shoes uh, that would fit cheapest no. no this is a terrible I'd time I'd come home I'm calling flight center <laughs> I'm like I book, I, I'll do this thing another time I'm coming or no, I'm sitting in the I'm hotel gonna, and watching movies no definitely not gonna waste that I fractured my ankle while I was in Turkey and I uh, went skiing. Ah, 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 ah. You, are the, you are the casualty. Your ankles you, you, are weak. You, <laughs> okay, Coach Cindy. <laughs> need to develop those ankles. Oh, Melanie. Morning, Melanie. Sorry, Melanie. I'm laughing at the story already. Johannesburg, stop what you're doing. Just, just stop what you're doing. Melanie, so you are in Italy. Bellissimo. Tell us the story. Oh, it was fantastic. We were on a bike tour, motorcycle tour around the countryside, Austria, Slovenia. Absolutely beautiful. There was a contingency of about 12 guys and I was, one of, I was the only lady. And I sat down on a bench for lunch and I slid across and I ended up getting half a log in the bim. So this huge splinter... And we had to find a doctor because we couldn't get it out. But, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 Melanie, wait. Before you found the doctor, how many people tried to take the splinter out of your bum? Well, the tour guide stopped at a chemist. He got the um, a tweezer. Mm. My husband tried to take it out standing behind a tree because you must understand he's in the, the Alps here. And everybody knew what was happening. And then they all offered to help, which obviously I declined. <laughs> it was so embarrassing and so poor. <laughs> and you were cycling. Um, uh, motorbike. Motorbikes. 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 And how long, how long were you stuck with the splinter before you got it out? Like hours, days? Um, days, weeks. We actually oh. found the doctor because it was a siesta, so everything was closed. Eventually, the next morning, we had to find a doctor closer to where we were staying. But Melanie, 
creams so, and whatnot. Because when you've got like a little splinter, like even your finger, every time you shower and bath, you think that there's hope that the hot, the hot water will get made, it out. Will make the skin softer yeah. for you to pull it out. So, I nearly, this mm. was a log. This was not a splinter. <laughs> you had a society stick up your bum. <laughs> Not a society. I mean, that's what I'm picturing. That's how big the splinter is. One million on a skewer. Half a society stick. I'm never eating society again. Thank you, Frankie. You have managed to ruin one of my favorite foods. You and Master Splinter over here. Amele and the club on 947. Where good mornings are made. No one one plans to get injured on holiday, but these things happen. No, it happens. And also the question is, what do you do? Do you... Do you just pace on? No, you've got to pace on. This happened to me. I remember this clearly. We were going down to the south coast. Mm. You know, yay. I, I think I was a teenager, like boogie boards, oh, you know, fun times. Yeah. First wave in, sp- the sea spits me out because the sea does that. Oh. Um, and then I had, you know, like you hit the sand. Oh, so you grazed your bum? Grazed, no, my, like half my body. It oh looked like God. I'd been, I'd fallen off a motorbike. Do you know how difficult it is to bath when that happens? No, I'm aware. Oh, you're and, that, and that was the first day of seven oh. days at the sea. You know how much salt water stings? Oh. I know. Two weeks back, uh, I went to Mpumalanga Hraskop. We went to God's window. Mm. On my tenth step, I... And I started limping, going back. Down. We went to Mauritius on a family holiday. By day three, my dad was hospitalized for bronchitis. On day four, my brother-in-law cut his leg and was hospitalized and had to have a skin graft done in Mauritius. About two years later, we went back to Mauritius. My other brother-in-law broke his arm the day before we were meant to leave. So I think Mauritius is yeah. up for us going forward. The last time we went to where I had bad sushi on the day that we were flying back to Joburg. I had to use the bathroom in the aeroplane about four times. I was top and bottom. Oh, oh, oh. oh ew, she's that oh. lady. Ew, Zelda. Zelda. Yes. Um, how do you spell karma? K A R. I was thinking more Z E L D A. Okay, Zelda, you in Australia? What happens? Well, I saved a lot of money and tried to go to my friend's gallery opening to surprise her. Um, And I was standing at the back because you know how boring these pictures go. And then I was stealing the cheese and wine and fruit off the buffet table. And I bit into a cherry and I cracked a teeth and a filling. And it costed me $600 to fix it because the travel insurance doesn't pay it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it doesn't cover theft. (laughs) <laughs> no, and then I still the worst was to tell them that I wasn't listening and paying attention. I was stealing the cherries off the buffet. So did the pip from the cherries, that what got you? Yes, I bit into that. Oh. Okay, but and now- then I still had to mask the excruciating pain until the end of the gallery opening to tell Oh. The people and and was the cherry nice at least because cherries can go either way. They other nice. Oh, no, those, those were amazing. They were like fat little bits from heaven. So until it, that one with a pip. It wasn't your first one. You were like six or seven cherries in, and then the eighth one that you popped. Oh, yeah, no, no, I looked like a chipmunk. I was, <laughs> I was going for gold with all the cherries. <laughs> You're like Australia's expensive. I'm going to have all of the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>